how sort of ironically as an internet marketer actually you don't use a lot of technology you described yourself as <laughs> yeah 18th century i think antiquated i think i called myself <laughs> well i'll tell you something okay um i i'll admit here and now on your podcast joe which you've never admitted before <laughs> I, I i actually don't even have an iphone power to live more with joe dodds welcome to the power to live more podcast all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Usually I'm here when Ellie records the intros to the podcast, but on this occasion I wasn't. Uh, So usually when I'm here, we do a bit of a practice beforehand and then I coach her through it a little bit and then I might do a bit of light editing whilst leaving in uh, little things that uh, do make me smile as well. On this occasion, I wasn't here. And um, I'm just going to leave it in as as recorded. Um, And particularly the end um, actually made me cry with laughter. But all kudos to her for doing it, especially when I wasn't here and saving it in all the right place so that I could uh, uh, publish the podcast today. So thanks, Ellie. Really appreciate your help. I'm hoping actually she won't listen to this, though. Dodds and I'm co-presenter. And today Joe is interviewing Roy Carter. Joe and Roy first met through the World Internet Summit, where Joe was crewing for show guest number three, Jason Buckner. Roy was speaking. Roy was there with his lovely wife, Linda, and Joe, my mum, was there with my dad, Simon, and they hit it all off. They now keep in touch via Facebook as Roy and Linda live on Manhattan Islands in tropical North Queensland, Australia. Roy was born in the UK and is a full-time internet marketer, coach, mentor, writer, and international public speaker. He's spoken on global... He has spoken on state globally at events like the World Internet Summit and has shared a stage with most top marketers from around the world. He is most well known for helping the ordinary guy or gal to learn how to make a living online from home and has now taught hundreds of people all around the world how to do just that via his www.imibclub.com. Roy also writes a very popular monthly newsletter which you can find at http colon slash forward slash forward slash www.letters from a smallisland.com. Back to the studio. As you can tell, I... Uh forgot to actually just type out that url so that ellie could read it so normally i'd just type it out as uh uh whatever it was without the w's and the https and all that sort of thing but of course as i left it as a hyperlink in the notes uh she did read it uh letter for letter and uh, uh just to um explain why i was laughing the 
uh, monthly newsletter that Roy publishes is actually called Letters from a Small Island dot com, not Letters from a Smallis Land dot com, which is what made me laugh so much. Um, but uh, that's the trouble when you've got URLs and you don't put capitals in the right place. <laughs> So today I'm interviewing Roy Carter of imincomebuildersclub.com. Hi, Roy. Great to have you with me. Hi, Joe. Nice to speak to you again. Now, you sound uh, uh, English, but you're actually speaking from Australia. <laughs> so tell us more about where you are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, well, I am English, yeah, um, and um, I now live in Australia. I actually um, I live in a place called Magnetic Island. Uh, in Australia, it's in the Coral Sea in Australia. Um, so yeah, I'm English. Um, spent ten years living in Cyprus. Uh, a couple, well, a couple of years ago, we've we've lived in Cyprus in in Australia now for uh, a couple of years. Uh, we lived ten years in Cyprus uh, doing the Mediterranean thing, and we now live on Magnetic Island um, in Australia. So yeah. I'm always so envious when I look at your Facebook posts and, and uh, see all the lovely views you have just from your house even, never mind uh, just the whole surrounding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice, yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me more about you, what you do, and where you do it. Maybe less about Magnetic Island, more about if it's a home office, which I know it is. <laughs> oh, I, could, I, I could talk about Magnetic Island all night. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm now, uh, what am I? Um, I'm 58 years old. 58 years old. Oh. My <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to uh, my lovely wife Linda, uh, as you know, and um, for many years now I've uh, I've kind of what do I do? I, I, I've kind of made a very nice living online uh, with what I, what I call my easy cash projects. And these days I I kind of still do that, and I and I also have a, like a members-only program called, which is my main focus now, which is. Um, called IM Income Builders Club, uh, where I teach people to, to sort of do what I do, really. And I do all that from, uh, from my home here on Magnetic Island uh, in Australia. So living the dream, isn't it? The laptop lifestyle and all that. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it kind of is now, yeah. I mean, we would, we, we've been doing that for a while, I suppose, really. Um, but uh, my my kind of backstory is I came from corporate life. I used to be um, a senior manager with um, uh, a kind of blue chip company in England uh, until I, I sort of uh, fell down in a rock one day with a suspected heart attack and had to find a different way of, um, of, uh, of earning a living really. So um, yeah, so that's what I did. That's, that's kind of how I ended up um, doing what I'm doing now, investigating the online thing and uh, learning to do kind of little things that make you money online and uh, and sort of teaching other people to do that as well, uh, latterly. But yeah, yeah, so... Um, yeah, Lovely. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, so, so paint a picture for us of, of where you work when you're when you're doing your work. Are you are you out on the veranda looking at the gorgeous view or do you have an office or...? <laughs> well... Um, yeah, we, we, well, both really, Joe. Uh, um, we've got a, a veranda that overlooks the ocean here, um, a balcony that overlooks the ocean, and um, uh, and sometimes I'll work out there. Uh, um, uh, it depends on how hot it is. At the moment, it's very hot and humid. Um, so we have an office here um, at home as well, uh, where my wife Lynn and I both uh, both have our own desks in the office here, and most of the time, really, we'll sit in here. Um, at this time of the year with the air conditioning on full blast and uh, and, and working away in here so um, mm. we're um, you know 
sort of happily beavering away and uh, in our office, I suppose, really. Yeah, lovely. So, so tell me a bit about the sort of morning um, for you. Do, you. do you have a particular routine to get into to work or is it just uh, sort of how it goes? I, I guess you've got the challenge of, of working with your wife as well. Um, so you're not sort of on your own, absolutely, you know, following your own routine. Yeah. I guess there's a bit of, yeah, uh, no, you know, give and take. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting that you say a challenge because most people think it is a challenge working with a partner all day long. Uh, but we... We, we kind of seem to have that really right, you know, I, it, it, it doesn't bother us. I mean, in fact, we spend, I suppose we spend like 24 hours a day because we work together and live together and everything else, but uh, it's fine. And what actually happens, Joe, is that um, I'm over here doing my thing and Lynn's at her desk doing her thing. And, you know, we can go for like a couple of hours without really saying anything to each other because we're so focused on what we're doing individually. Uh, and then we'll break for lunch. But, um, you know, we're not, we're, not, uh, we're not beholden to an alarm clock or anything like that. So we'll pretty much... Uh, get up when we wake up. Uh, our routine. We don't. Uh, we don't really have a routine, but we'll get up when we wake up, um, and then we might go for a walk on one of the beautiful beaches, you know, here on the island. And then we'll either come home and have breakfast, you know, something like that on the balcony, or maybe we'll go over to Horseshoe Bay or Picnic Bay for breakfast and coffee, and so on. Um, and we'll sit down at our desk, come home, sit down at our desk in our office, and um, and do some work till around lunchtime. Uh, and then in the afternoon, uh, we'll maybe do a little bit more work or we might go fishing or whatever. Fishing's a big hobby of mine. But I, I suppose the thing is, um, you know, I just feel like when you enjoy what you do, when you get a kick out of it, then it doesn't really seem like work, really, does it? No, no, that's true. I have to get Linda on the show and get her perspective from the other side as well. <laughs> yeah, she'd probably say, oh, it's horrible working with him in the same, <laughs> in the same office. Yeah, I think it's all right. <laughs> so um so i'm guessing normally i talk about you know is there an evening routine but i'm guessing it, it, it's all a bit go with the flow as well from what from what you've said as far as you know winding down and stopping work and that sort of thing <coughs> yeah um we we kind of like around about um yeah i suppose about six o'clock will it depends day to day it's very different sometimes we'll stop at lunchtime and not do anything else but um depending on what's going on but we'll generally stop about six o'clock um because we might not start till 10 or whatever. And then we'll generally sit out on the balcony about that time with a glass of wine, as I said, you know, watch the sunset, um, have a chat about what's been going on in our individual um, businesses. And, um, and we'll usually watch the bats flying over to roost for the evening in the rainforest behind us. And then we'll have dinner, uh, watch a bit of TV, normal stuff, you know, read or whatever. Uh, or we might have friends over sometimes. So pretty normal stuff, really, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like the uh, frenetic lifestyle that, <laughs> that some of my uh, interviewees uh, describe. <laughs> so, no, it's not frenetic. <laughs> so tell me a bit more about how you manage your time and your tasks, how you make sure you, you get things done. Because it, it does sound uh, nicely... Uh, sort of fairly relaxed but I know that you do uh, really well with what, what you're doing so how do you make sure you, you, you're doing the right stuff and that you get everything done that you need to? Well I said you know really look I, I've, ne I've been in corporate life and all the rest of it in a long distant past now but um, I've never really uh, found a better way uh, of organizing myself than the good old-fashioned page a day diary that I use so I use this diary it's a page a day and what I'll what I'll usually do is I'll have like um, three main what I call uh, PFA tasks. 
so uh, I call them prime focus activity tasks um, that I want to get done as a priority each day and then these prime prime focus activity tasks they will be the money makers they'll be the things that you know they're, they're prime focus activities because they bring money in and so they get done first um, and they go down as, as PFA prime focus activity tasks in my diary and as long as I get those usually three main PFA tasks done in a day I'm happy and then I'll have like other tasks that need attention and what I do is I just go ahead and tick each task in the diary as it's done and I, I work through those in the morning and I find like um, I'm more productive and creative in the mornings personally some people are different but I, I find I can be most creative in the morning so that's when I'll I'll do things like creating new lessons for my uh, income builder projects uh, members in the morning um, and create a video for them and teach them how to do something or whatever and then I'll have things like um, following that I'll do the, the, the general task, the everyday task of answering emails uh, to members and uh, maybe making a short help video for one of them uh, and so on um, and, uh, and what I do is at the end of each day, you know, in, in, in terms of organization, I do that. So I have those three main uh, prime focus activity tasks. And then in the evening, what I'll do before I stop work um, or in the afternoon or wherever it is, I'll actually note down in the diary the things that I want to get done the following day. So it's classically, you know, classic time management stuff, really. Mm. Um, but I do actually use a physical diary rather than having it online. Yeah. Um, and then what? what happens is then as soon as you sit down to your desk in the morning you you kind of know exactly what you're going to do and in what order so yeah. you don't wake up in the morning and think okay well what am I going to do today and waste the first hour wondering what you're going to do it's already there laid out for you so mm. otherwise you waste a lot of time deciding what to do so that's how I keep myself organized anyway lovely and and so on a sort of more sort of macro level uh, you know rather than day to day uh, do you have a, a, a yeah. planning process to know what you're doing sort of weekly and monthly and you know this quarter and in the year sort of thing how does that feed into those three yeah look I, I'm very um, I suppose um, um, a bit different than everybody I, I don't kind of I, I, I kind of having reached this age uh, <laughs> and experience I kind of treat things every very kind of relaxed and um, and I and I do stay organized day to day and I do have like goals that I want to achieve so um, you know I'll have you know, a lot of people will say to you, well, "Okay, well, I, I run my business and I have like yearly tasks, which I break yearly goals, which I break down into monthly goals, which I break down into weekly goals, which I break down into daily goals." I'm not as formal as that. Um, I, I don't look pretty much more than you know, you know, rightly or wrongly. I don't. It's worked for me. I don't look many more, much more than about three months ahead, because mm -hmm. I think a lot can happen in three months and things can change a lot. You know, um, so I'll say, "Okay, kind of, this is where I want to be." in three months time uh, and this is where I want to do I want to be you know in a month's time uh, and generally what I, I tend to do is I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like working month to month so uh, I know what I want to achieve this month and I'm thinking okay well this is who I want to um, 
JV with or promote for me this month, you know, joint venture with me or whatever. Um, this is what I want to achieve from membership rates. Um, and so I'll, you know, have my goals like that. And I've got a whiteboard in front of me as I speak now. I'm looking at that on the wall. And I, I know at any one time, any given time, uh, what my average, um, what the income is for the month, uh, the number of members uh, this month compared to last month. Uh, of my main I am income builders club and I have uh, other membership programs as well um, and uh, it's all in front of me at, at a glance but we don't take you know we, we kind of like you know, we obviously you, you have to treat it like a business because that's exactly what it is uh, you don't treat it like a hobby or uh, you'll get nowhere uh, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm just much more relaxed about things than a lot of people um, I keep my eye on things I like to um, uh, you know, the big thing with my business, it's all about, in whatever I'm doing with all my uh, membership programs, whatever I'm doing, I'm actually helping people. So um, you get a big kick out of that. And, and as long as you're progressing and moving forward, um, then I'm, I'm fairly relaxed about it, I suppose. Yeah. I've gone beyond the whole, you know, when I used to be in corporate life, I was like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I've got to get to this meeting, and you're dashing down motorways and up and down and things like that. Those days are gone, really. It's, yeah. it's kind of a lot more relaxed these days, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning we were, well, before we came onto the recording, we were talking about... Um, how sort of ironically as an internet marketer actually you don't use a lot of technology um uh so we were talking about you know podcasting and things like that and how we're seeing that as sort of 21st century and i think you described yourself as you know, <laughs> was it the 18th or the 19th century <laughs> yeah 18th century i think antiquated i think i called myself <laughs> it works so you know <laughs> but I'm sure there are some tools or apps that you're using um, that are particularly good that, that, you, that you'd recommend. What, what are the sorts of technology tools that you're using? Well, I'll tell you something. Okay, um, I, um, I'll admit here and now on your podcast, Joe, <laughs> which you've never admitted before to anyone else, <laughs> I, 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 actually, I actually don't even have an iPhone. Okay? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't, no. My, you know, every single internet marketer you know, or top-level marketer, they've all got iPhones and everything else. I don't have one. Um, I have a, a phone which I don't don't generally use. Um, and if I use my um, mobile phone, it's basically uh, to call. I don't take pictures on it. I don't connect to the internet on it. I don't do anything else on it. Um, and um, and yet here I am. I'm still uh, I'm making a living. You know, I don't need to do all that stuff. I'm not dancing around and answering every email and getting pings and you know uh, Facebook notifications and anything like that so um, apps I don't use at all because I don't have a, an iPhone I don't have I just have a normal standard phone in fact if I had my Nokia if I still had my Nokia 2610 I'd be quite happy <laughs> 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 you know from you it was like a half brick wasn't it yeah. a mobile phone like a half brick uh, but no, um, I don't. I mean, I'll tell you something. What, what I couldn't live without, I'll, yeah. I'll give you my kind of top three tools, if you like. They're not apps at all. <laughs> but my top three tools, what I couldn't live without uh, to run my business, really, is my auto, first of all, my autoresponders. Yeah. So I use Aweber and GetResponse to uh, send out emails and broadcast emails and um you know, sequential emails that go out with lessons for my membership programs, things like that. So I rely heavily on that, and that's magic. I mean, I, you know, I, I just think they're a major part of my business, uh, the autoresponders. 
And then I love um, actually the membership tool that I've just started using, um, which I run my membership program from. My main membership program, I am Income Builders Club, is all run from this one tool, which is an online tool. It's not software; it exists. You know, it's online. Yeah. Um, and it's called it's called Value Add-on, and um, Honestly, it's, I don't know whether you've ever heard of it, but it's so simple um, and easy to use um, and uh, intuitive to use right from the get-go, which is good for me because I'm a complete technophobe. I don't like, um, you know, if I, if I kind of learn a new bit of software and then I don't use it for a month, I have to go back and learn it all again, so yeah. I don't like doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, I've not but, heard of it. Um, it sounds good. I have been looking at uh, membership um, software myself, so I'll, I'll definitely check it out. It sounds good. Oh, do because um, you know I've looked at a lot of different things. I've actually used different things. I mean, from my mentoring program um, that I used to um, sell from on stage at the World Internet Summit and things like that. Um, you know, I've moved away from that, which is quite sophisticated, yeah. to value add-on, which is it does everything I want it to do. It's so easy to use straight out of the box um, from the word go. Mm. I mean, I add video lessons in there for my members because most of my training is done by video step-by-step -step videos and I do that I upload all my videos in there for members um, and all the videos are hosted in there by them too so I don't have to worry about hosting um, so it's just it's a brilliant tool if you want to run your own membership program and it's really way too inexpensive for what it does I think it's about thirty seven dollars a month or something ridiculous like that it's yeah. um, quite incredible it, it's, I mean, it does everything I need it to do and it's making me an awful lot of money in terms of my membership program so so that's it autoresponder my value add-on membership program um, and then I'd have to say probably Dropbox where I can save everything you know all my work and files um, and I access that anywhere I happen to be in the world. Yeah. So as I said, you know, I'm, I'm really not a big apps user or anything to be honest. But you know, if you give me an iPad and those three tools, um, you know, my autoresponder, value add-on, and Dropbox, and I can run my entire business from really anywhere in the world. So. Um, for me, it's all you know. I, I'm all about keeping it simple. I do that with my training for, for you know for members and things. I, I try and keep everything really simple and step by step because I don't like complicated myself. Mm. Um, I like easy. You know, I don't like complicated. I like easy. Yeah. So as I say, if you gave me those three tools, I can run my whole business just from those three tools and an iPad, really. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So I'd go on now normally to ask you about what you do to relax, but I think you've already talked about how you have a fairly relaxed life already but <laughs> tell us a bit more about um, <laughs> apart from the, the de-stressing the, the sort of keeping healthy stuff the you know diet nutrition exercise sleep you know what you're doing in that regard well um, well first of all to relax um, what I do is I go fishing you know it's easy mm. fishing is something that I'm uh, you know I'm probably one of the best places in the world to go fishing yeah um, to relax and you know, living pretty much right on the uh, the Great Barrier Reef here. Um, yeah, it's a great place to go fishing. But there is something a bit ironic, I suppose, to part of my love for fishing because yeah, I do I do I actually do most of my fishing from land here. So uh, it's either the beach or um, I fish from a beach from the beaches or a, or a pier or a jetty because. Mm -hmm. 
Um, the on the rare occasions that I venture out on a boat, I get really, really seasick. <laughs> so my favourite hobby is fishing, and I get I, I can get seasick on a duck pond, you know. So, <laughs> uh, so, but I find that when I'm fishing, I can just empty my head of anything really, and everything else just goes. And I'm completely sort of in the moment and at peace when I'm fishing. So mm. that that would be the way I relax mostly. Yeah. Um, but in terms of uh, how do I keep healthy, um, so like diet, nutrition, exercise, all the, all the other stuff, um, um, that's an easy answer, uh, question to answer as well because um, how do I keep healthy? Well, the easy answer is I don't. <laughs> I'm, you know, no, seriously though, I'm, I'm, I'm really very naughty I suppose when it comes to keeping in shape really. Um, you know, uh, as you know, I, I lived in Cyprus for about 10 years um, and it was all sitting watching sunsets and having a sundowner or two or five or whatever and it's pretty it's pretty much the same here on the island, that's the trouble, the island is like so, there's two and a half thousand people, the whole population of the island is, is just two and a half thousand people and it's very, everyone's kind of walks around, you know, everyone, but people walk around barefoot wherever they go and it's kind of like very relaxed and island um, uh, tone to life really um, and we look out directly over the ocean here so it's just beautiful and you know it's really conducive to being lazy and just saying uh, are you ready for a drink you know and <laughs> <laughs> having a sundowner I suppose but I, I, you know, I, I, there's something I'm not good at I'm really bad I mean I have little spurts of, um, of doing exercises for a while um, and then usually I lapse at some stage and feel very guilty about it um, but I mean you know, we, we we kind of eat very healthily. Lynn's a great cook. My wife, Lynn, she's a great cook. And we have all fresh produce and, you know, we eat the vegetables and fish and our diet's fine. But I do really need to get a grip and stick to some kind of regular exercise and sort myself out, really. <laughs> As I maybe make it part of a daily routine or something. So I'm pretty naughty in that area. That's not something I'm good at, I suppose. I'm, I'm laughing that the podcast is, is acting like a bit of a coach because you're, you're saying no I really must do it I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to do something yeah. about it <laughs> yeah yeah. Your yeah so what about um uh, learning and, and improving yourself I know that um you you sort of develop what you do quite a lot and have done since I've known you so how do you keep up yeah. with what's going on well, look, I, I, um, I spend a lot of money on um, different programs just to keep abreast of what people are doing in the um, you know, marketing online industry. So I spend a lot of money on that just to keep myself up with um, most things. Um, but really, um, I'll usually be working with a mentor, you know, um, very expensive uh, in one sense. I mean, I've worked with a couple of mentors, two or three mentors, um, and... Um, very, they're they're you know extremely good and at the top of their profession at what they do, uh, and it's very it's not cheap. It's very expensive in one sense to be with them and learn from them, but um, unbelievably inexpensive really. You know when you kind of look at what you learn and how that can contribute vastly to your bottom line and your profits. Mm. Um, so you know so like I, I'm a mentor myself. 
uh, and I have a mentor, you know, um, at any one time. And pretty much every successful person I know has a mentor. You know, if you look at even Richard Branson and everybody like that, um, they've all either have had or have right now a mentor where they learn from. Because it's the only sensible thing to do, really, is to learn from somebody who's, who's already been successful at that. Mm. Uh, it's the quickest route to success is to to learn from somebody who's already done it. And whilst on the face of it, you know, a lot of people are put off by like. Um, oh, that's too expensive, and I and I really can't do that. But you know, you spend three to six months with a really good mentor who's been there and made all the mistakes and done everything else, and uh, is successful. And there's, I mean, I know from experience that um, that I teach people stuff that um, will shortcut them. Um, and you know, I've made a load of mistakes as well. So I can shortcut them and tell them what works and what doesn't work. And sometimes it's. Um, it's as useful, you know, obviously, to, to, to teach people what doesn't work as it is to teach what does work. Mm. And, and from my mentors alone, I, I know that I've, you know, learned a lot from my mentors and um, I've very nearly been about, about to make a major mistake maybe and they've said, whoa, 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 don't do that, do it this way. Yeah. And, the, and just that one, like, you know, 30-minute conversation has changed the entire bottom line for me over the next... God knows how many months. So, mm. yes. Yeah, so the main thing is that I'll, you know, I spend a lot of money on products um, uh, and training. I keep abreast of everything that's going on, and so that I can pass that on to my people. Um, and I have a mentor myself, and obviously, what I learn off my mentor, I pass on to my students as well. So, yeah. kind yeah. of that's what I do really to mm. keep improving myself and stay abreast of things. Really. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, what about? Um, <clears throat> Outside, perhaps outside of business, although that may still include business, things like um, books, films, music. Do you have any particular recommendations, things that have really inspired you or things that you particularly enjoy? Um, books. Um, wow. Books. There are so many, I suppose, I could recommend. I mean, I think every everyone with a sort of entrepreneurial mindset is, uh, is always reading um, books. Um, so, so many I could recommend. Well, obviously, everyone obviously has to read a book called um, "Can a Beer Mat Change Your Life?" Right. Um, that's yeah, that's a great book. Of it. it's, it's it's a it's called "Can a Beer Mat Change Your Life?" and it's a really good book. It's available on Amazon, and it's by a really clever and a very hugely handsome guy called Roy Carter. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I thought we were somewhere like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So no, apart from kind of being about change your life, um, I tend to like books um, uh, by entrepreneurs who kind of think outside the square a bit. And yes. um, uh, and one of the very first books that I remember reading when I was younger um, of that type of somebody who really thinks out the, outside the square was a book called The Lazy Man's Way to Riches. And it's by a guy called Joe Carbo, American guy called Joe Carbo, and uh, and obviously the title is like you know the lazy man's race of riches or whatever, but it's much more than that. It's like um, he kind of tells how during the Great Depression in America he made a lot of money in a lot of quite ingenious ways, um, even during that Great Depression uh, time uh, when everyone was suffering. And it's a book that uh, that kind of really shows you what you can achieve just by thinking a little different, differently and outside the square yeah. than mo most people do. Um, it was honestly, it was a book that really inspired me at an early age to uh, kick off the entrepreneurial spirit. I suppose you know you have that entrepreneurial spirit anyway, maybe. But I was just 
just intrigued by how how he was thinking about and approaching problems differently than everyone else would, and how he was making money by by looking at things that way. So that'd be a big, you know, that would that would be a big influence in my life. That book from a long time ago. I think it's still available on Amazon. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, the Lazy Man's Way to Riches by Joe Carbo. Mm -hmm. um, and as for probably the best book I've ever read, um, <coughs> excuse me fairly recently actually probably only a few months ago it was recommended to me by my mentor actually and it's called the book is called straight line leadership i don't know whether you've heard of it Jack. no i haven't sounds really interesting right well yeah honestly it's called, it's called straight line leadership and it's by a guy called with a weird name he's called uh dusan jukic if i pronounce it right <laughs> it's spelled dusan d-u-s-a-n Jukic, D-J-U-K-I-C-H. Anyway, the book is called Straight Line Leadership, and it honestly is superb. I read it in one sitting. I couldn't actually put it down. Wow. And it was an absolute... It was an absolute epiphany to me, and I, I actually now recommend every consulting client that comes on with me, um, I recommend that they read that book because it is just uh, it's such an eye opener. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best book, I, and without a doubt, it's the best book I've ever read. And what's the so, sort of um, basic principle? What What's the um, straight line leadership? Well, I think I think you really have to go and read it because um, what it does. If I open my, if I kind of open my diary here. Because I've actually written, this is how how much of an influence it had on me. Yeah. I've actually written in front of my diary here for 2016. Um, and, uh, and I've headed it, how to succeed at absolutely anything. And then I've noted down, he, like step by step things, the way to think about things. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not gonna read it out because that'll be stealing the thunder, I suppose. I, I would yeah. recommend that anyone who wants to get on has got any entrepreneurial brain in business at all goes ahead and reads that. It's not just about leadership. It's about, you know, if you think about leadership, it's also about leading yourself rather than leading others, yeah. or as well as leading others. But you know, he looks at things like, you know, it, it simplifies things down when you really look at it because. It it gets you to ask yourself questions about your own business. So, um, for example, you, you know, it's so simple. Like he does a four-step thing where he says, "Okay, looking at the bit of your business. So, what you're really looking at is what's working, what's not working, what's missing, and what's next." And you know, that's just a simple example of how he breaks things down in one respect. Um, and then he'll do things. He'll say things like, um, "You know, okay, so decision about this particular activity." Do you, do you do it, do you drop it, or do you, or do you delegate it? And when you start to kind of, you know, when you look at the book, I, I'm, I'm going to read it again and again because um, it was just a bit of an epiphany for me. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm big on simplifying things for other people yeah. and trying to make things easy for my, um, you know, um, consulting clients and members and everything else like that. I, I like to keep things simple. Yeah. And this book, when you read it, Straight Line Leadership, it's... Um, well, it just opened my eyes to think about things in a different way. And I would recommend anyone who runs their own business or feels that they're an entrepreneur in any way, get that book and read it because, yeah. you know, I think you'll, you'll, you'll be glad you did. You know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> books. Um, <clears throat> as for films... Um, I'm, re I'm really not a big movie watcher, to be honest. Um, um, I, I think, uh, well, I know the Shawshank Redemption, the Shawshank Redemption yeah, uh, would probably one. be one of my yeah. favourites. You know, that's ages old now, but a mm -hmm. classic, I think. 
Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a romantic, so um, Clint Eastwood did one uh, called The Bridges of Madison County, yeah. uh, which is a real great sort of weepy thing, you know, showing my <laughs> romantic side. <laughs> and then, uh, so, you know, films, I'm not, I'm not kind of big on films. Music, I, I've got a, a really varied taste in music. Um, I, like, I like people like um, Jason Mraz. Uh, pretty much anything by Jason Mraz, um, he's, he's great. Diana Krall, yes. I don't know whether you're familiar with I Diana am, yes, Krall. I love her, um, yeah. She's married um, to she, Elvis Costello, isn't she? She is, exactly, yes. yeah. She's yeah. amazing. She I is. just love her stuff. It's so smoky and jazzy and relaxed, you know. She's really great. Mm -hmm. I love the blues. I've always loved the blues. Um, I love country music, some classical stuff. So really very varied, I suppose, in music, really. Mm, lovely. I'm just trying to remember um, a, a mutual friend of ours, Jason Buckner, was on the, the show earlier on, and he recommended okay. somebody... Somebody Caro, I think her name was. Um, so I think he's show three, and um, she's a European jazz singer, I think, if I remember rightly. So oh, okay. it might be worth checking her out oh. if, if you like Diana. Yeah, Cole, I'll check so. them out. I'll yeah. check out your podcast. Yes, <laughs> a little pitch for with, show number with, three. With Jason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So there some great recommendations, and I'm definitely off to buy that uh, Straight Line Leadership book. It sounds sounds amazing. Yeah. So you enjoy um, it. it's good. So what about if things don't go right then? You've painted this idyllic picture of uh, Magnetic Island and, and your, your uh, business. Um, what about if you yeah. don't have a good day? What about if it, what about if it rains? <laughs> Is that just traumatic <laughs> in itself? <laughs> uh, well, sadly, that doesn't happen very often. But, uh, you know, I say people over here, they pray for rain because they really need it, you know, sometimes. Yeah. But uh, when, when, and when things go wrong, uh, when things don't go right... Um, then I, I kind of look at it, you know, I, I think, Joe, the older you get, the more um, um, you put things in perspective a little bit better. Whereas in my younger days, you know, when I was in the corporate world, I would be like full on. I mean, I remember um, being national sales manager for a major UK company and I, and I would... Um, <clears throat> I'd, I'd have my own sales force. I was responsible for, like in them days, $10 million worth of turnover, which was out across three divisions, which was, like in them days, worth probably, I don't know, about 50, 60 million now. But yeah. um, the fact is that I used to, I, I was working all the hours God sent. It's kind of like when, you know, you've got big fire in your belly, you're trying to get ahead in your career and all the rest of things. And then I remember coming home, I would go to work in the morning before my children were awake. I'd come home at night, uh, you know, having travelled two hours down the motorway from or up the motorway from Birmingham to Chester, where I lived, and um, that was after work. So I'd arrive home at anything like seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. I'd have my dinner on my lap, uh, with my mobile phone in my hand, uh, talking to reps about what they were doing tomorrow, and it would be like you know nine thirty, ten o'clock before I stopped doing that. Mm. Um, and then I would be going to work and doing the whole thing, leaving at you know, 5.30 in the morning to drive two hours, etc., to get to work again. So the whole corporate thing. Um, and uh, and I used to then be like, you know, full on and like worrying about this and worrying about that. And if things didn't go right, it would be a major thing, you know, and all the rest of it. And I think as you get older, what happens is um, you kind of learn to put things in perspective a little bit. Um, so uh, if, 
for me now, when things don't go right, and that happens, you know, uh, you know, the, the fact is, I always think, well, tomorrow's another day. So, um, life life is always full of highs and lows, really, as we know, as everyone knows. And sometimes, if something, you know, if it isn't going right, I'll usually step completely away from it. And I'll just go for a walk, or I'll take myself off fishing, take the day off. And sometimes I'll just say to Lynn, you know, do you know what? Blow this. Let's let's go and get some lunch somewhere and forget the day. And and that's what we'll do. Mm. And then come. And then what I'll do is then is I'll come back to the problem with a completely fresh mind. Um, <clears throat> so that's the way I handle it. But what I mean, one piece of advice I'd probably, I mean, I have given to my mentoring clients and consulting clients and things like that about the way to treat these kind of things when you've got a major issue or problem. Uh, one piece of advice I'd definitely give to anyone who's got a big, big problem they're worrying about is that when you've got a problem, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's health or health or financial worries or someone you love or care for, whatever it is, you know, you'll always, you will always, always, you know, people lie awake worrying about money and bills and debts and everything else. And the, the one thing I will say is that you will always, always start to feel better about things the minute that you start to take action, some form of action in doing something about the problem. Mm. So the, the moment you start doing something to actually take action and resolve the problem, however little that action might be, you're doing something. So the very fact that instead of sitting there worrying and having sleepless nights about something, you've started actually to take action about the problem and solving the problem. Yeah. Um, and actually doing something, then because you're actually doing something, the brain works that way. It's like, um, okay, I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it. Mm. And that will make you start to feel better and more energized from that point on. So what happens with me? If something goes wrong, I'll walk away from it. I'll get some uh, space time in my head. I'll walk away from that completely, come back to it with a fresh mind, um, more energized, and um, and and then start to say, well, okay, well, what do I need to do? What's the first thing that I can do uh, and the easiest thing I can do to make some kind of uh, inroads into this problem? Um, and I'll do that. And then I'll do something else. And and because you your brain is seeing that you're working on the problem, you start to worry less because you know you're doing something about it, really. Yeah. So that's that's what I do if things don't go right. You know, that's yeah. what I advise other people to do. Yeah, a good piece of advice. And and as you say, just the sort of walking away and going back thing. That sometimes it you know you, you get embroiled yeah. in things that that they are so overwhelming you that you can't you know think straight. And then you come back and realise that actually it was quite a simple solution and. And, you know, that time out has really helped you to think that through. That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. So near, towards the end of the interview now, so on a day when you end the day knowing you've had the chance to live more, and that, by that I mean do the stuff that you want to do rather than the stuff that you feel you should do or that you have to do, what have you done? What's what's a perfect day look like? <clears throat> Here we go. Um, <laughs> the island yeah. again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, um, I think that uh, if I if I have had a day where I've had the chance to live more, um, what I've done is I've spent real quality time with my wife. You know, the woman I love more than anyone or anything else in the world. And luckily, I get the chance. You know, I get the chance to do that a lot. So I, I feel blessed. You know, I do feel blessed. I'm with the woman I love. I'm in the place that I love. I do what I love. So I'm really lucky. You know, I think you generate your own luck because you decide to. Somebody said to me um, recently. A client said to me, "Oh, I'd love to live on an island." And I said, "Look, 
it's not as difficult to live on a tropical island as you think it is. What you have to do is just decide that that's what you're going to do and go ahead and make it happen. You know. Yeah. Um, and 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 it's not as 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 difficult as people think. Yeah. But. Um, if I if I think you know I, I've had a day where I've had the chance to live more, like I say, I've spent time with my wife. Um, I also get a real kick out of um, helping people to helping someone to succeed. So I might have had a you know a consulting client conversation or helping them um, towards real success in their business or something like that. Give someone um, you know shine the, I call it shining the light on their pathway to success kind of thing. So um, you're, what, what you are is you're really just um, um, uh, a cog in the wheel that shows them the right way, really. Um, and uh, yeah, that could be one of my consulting clients who have their own offline business or maybe an online business, or it could be a member of IM Income Builders Club or whatever. But you know, as I said earlier, when you when you enjoy what you do, it doesn't feel like work, and and so every day feels like you're getting the chance to live more mm. and get more out of life. So I do feel like. Um, you know, I, th I think everyone makes their own destiny, but I, I think like if you want something to happen, yeah, because we're only here for a really, really, really short space of time. So you know, you, you you shouldn't be wasting time in a job that you don't like or you hate or whatever. And I know that's you know, it's, people think oh that's easy to say, but you know what? It, unless you decide, you know, if you're in a job that you absolutely hate. Um, Unless you decide to start doing something about that and find a way out of it, that's where you're going to end up stuck for the next 20, 30 years or whatever. Mm. So don't do that. You know, don't. Life's too short for that nonsense. You yeah. need to find a way out. And um, and I, I like to think that's what you know. That's kind of like what I what I I, I feel like my purpose is, and I help people to do that. Mm. So that fulfills me, uh, and that's the way that I find that you know I've lived more, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. every day. Yeah. I think it's great hearing you saying that sort of stuff as well, because partly from that sort of experience piece, but also you you are a really sort of down to earth normal person. <laughs> you know, you're not yeah, uh, you're not yeah. some sort of superstar sort of that you nobody could ever imagine. No, meeting, no, no, no. You know, you are no, a normal, common, you are a superstar as, as well. But <laughs> but what I mean yeah. is, no, you common, know, as, <laughs> common as muck, Joe. Common as muck. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, you know, you are you know easy to identify with and you have done the stuff that a lot of people only dream of and never get anywhere towards doing because of exactly yeah. what you've said you just set your mind to it and set off and, and made it happen and I guess you know moving to the other side of the world um is you know and, and going to a beautiful island is is amazing you there will also have been challenges with that which will have been leaving you know other loved ones and people that you know and, and not seeing people so often and things like that you know there's always sort of yeah you know compromises if you like but it's about being very clear about what you want and then making that happen you know and 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 um uh appreciating everything you have got even if there are challenges on the way as well isn't it yeah i think you know do you know i mean that's i'm like i said i'm a technophobe or whatever but um technology really does help in that respect because when uh we moved to cyprus lynn and i and we when we kind of lived there for 10 years and of course that's only four and a half hours away from england so we could fly back kind of thing and i flew my parents over and they could come and stay with us and things it's a lot more difficult to do that here but of course what you've got is you've got skype yeah. So you know we can, she can see me, my my mum can see me, my my dad can see 
see me and and so we can talk to each other and they can see me every week and we actually talk to each other more now uh, we talk every week uh, whereas when we were in Cyprus we didn't do that no. um, but but she, she you know because of technology thanks to technology she can see me and talk to me and I can see her and talk to her and my dad the same and um, and it costs nothing yeah. How amazing is that? You know, it costs nothing to yeah. do that. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's taking pleasure in the small things. And mm. it's like I can't fly them out here because they're getting on a bit in life now. And I don't think the flight, they'd enjoy the flight too much or whatever. But we try to get back there once a year. Um, and, um, you know, that's fine. And as long as she can talk to me once a week, my mum, my dad can do the same. We're, uh, we're kind of happy. So te yeah. technology helps in that respect. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's been really good interviewing you, Roy. We don't speak very often for the same reason that you're so far away, but we do email a bit. Um, so it's been yeah. lovely to, to, to go through the interview with you and some real sort of inspiring information, advice, and, and some great recommendations um, today. So thank you so much. Um, no problem. How can people find out more about you and connect with you? Uh, well, um I suppose the best way is probably I, I, I do a month I write a monthly newsletter um, which is a subscription newsletter and if you go to if people go to letters from us the newsletter is called letters from a small island uh, appropriately I suppose uh, and it's a monthly newsletter that gets delivered to your inbox with the, uh, in PDF format so if you go to www.lettersfromasmallisland.com and in fact, actually, Joe, you know, if everyone listening can, you can actually, if you want a free copy of the newsletter to give you an idea of what it's about and what it's like, you can go to lettersfromasmallisland.com forward slash sq dot html. So lettersfromasmallisland.com forward slash s for sugar, q for Quebec the number one dot html and you get a free copy then of the newsletter but uh, yeah that's uh, how pe people seem to like it uh, I enjoy writing it every month and uh, it sort of keeps people in touch with what I'm doing and um, ways that uh, little projects that we're doing to make money and things like that you know? lovely yeah excellent thank you really appreciate it no problem Joe it's really nice to talk to you again it's ages since we've spoken actually so lovely to talk to you again Joe's Jams. This is the part of the show where I do a recap of the key points of the interview, the stuff that I really liked, and the apps, books, music, tips, and tools that were shared. This is for you if you heard something that you want to check out but you couldn't write it down at the time. Hopefully, I've got you covered. And this is the bit for the really time pressed. You can just listen here and get the gems from the interview. But of course, I wouldn't suggest you do that and miss out on the great conversation that I had with Roy. The first tool that we talked about was Roy's page a day diary. He said that uh, he's um, been in corporate life and worked for however many years, uh, tried various things out but never found anything that's better than the, as he put it, the good old-fashioned page a day diary uh, which he uses and he uses it um, to list out what he's going to get done on that particular day. So he says he'll have three uh, main PFA tasks. He talks about prime focus activity tasks which he says are the activities that bring in money. So they're the ones that get done first. He puts those in his diary, and once he's done those in a day, then he's happy. He uses a whiteboard to list out the basically the business results. So he talks about having the number of members in his membership program on there and various other data that enable him to manage his business um, all on the whiteboard in front of him. 
For email marketing, autoresponders, Roy uses Aweber and GetResponse. I use Aweber too. I've used it for many years. Um, he says he uses them to send out emails and broadcast emails and uh, sequential emails that go out with the lessons for his membership program. And he says that they're a major part of his business. He then went on to recommend the tool that he uses for his membership program, uh, which I actually started using after interviewing Roy earlier in the year. And I'd thoroughly recommend too. It's the one that I use now for my membership site. And it's called Value Add-On. Uh, and it's fairly intuitive to use, quite quick and easy to set things up. Uh, you can put video, audio and written lessons in there. And they also host everything for you. So you don't have to worry about separate hosting for any sort of video or, or audio. And it's actually quite cheap. You just pay monthly for it. Uh, and uh, does everything you need to do really to run a membership program and what I like about it as well is that it links to Facebook so you can have a Facebook group that's private to your members and the system actually adds people to it and takes them out depending on whether they continue to be members of your membership site so it does that automatically for you so that's something that I thought was particularly good. And then the final tool we talked about was one that's come up uh, many times, and that's Dropbox. And Roy says he can save everything, all his work and files, that means he can access them anywhere that he happens to be in the world. We went on to talk about books. The first one that Roy tongue-in-cheek recommended was one called Can a Beer Mat Change Your Life, which actually was written by Roy. <laughs> so uh, he says you can get that uh, on Amazon, written by a very clever and hugely handsome guy. <laughs> He then went on to talk about a book called The Lazy Man's Way to Riches, which doesn't appear to be in print anymore, but is available on Amazon by a guy called Joe Carbo. And he says he talks about during the Great Depression in America, how uh, Joe made a lot of money in quite a lot of ingenious ways, even during a time when it was really hard for lots of people. So he thought that was a really useful book. And then he said the best book he's ever read which is actually quite a recent one to him is called straight line leadership recommended to him by his mentor and he said it really is good he couldn't put it down he read it all in one sitting and it's been an absolute epiphany to him he said and, and he recommends it to everybody that he works with himself now and he says it's not just about leadership it's about uh, or leadership of other people it's about leading yourself as well as other people and the uh, it sounds quite practical with lots of sort of questions and challenges to you as the reader as you go through it, it and he's as you go through reading it and he said that he's going to read the book again and again because it has been so useful to him when we talked about music he said he likes anything by jason ratz i think his name is m-r-a-z said he's great and also Diana Kroll, 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 can't remember how you say it, Diana Kroll, Kroll, <laughs> Kroll, <laughs> Diana Kroll, um, who he said is amazing and uh, that he, he really loves her, her stuff, which I do. And I was listening to it as I was doing the show notes and reminding myself um, how, how good her, her voice is. It's a very sort of, as he said, smoky and jazzy and relaxed sound. When we talked about films, he mentioned a couple. Uh, the first one I particularly like as well, The Shawshank Redemption. He said it's really old, but it's a classic. And the other one that he mentioned being a bit of a romantic is The Bridges of Madison County with Clint Eastwood. Moving on to the tips. Roy plans what he wants to do the day before. He said at the end of the, the day, he goes through and writes down his diary, the things that he's going to do the next day so that then he's not wasting time in the morning trying to work out what it is that he needs to get done. And when I asked him about 
sort of longer term planning he said he really works on about three months ahead and so plans three months and plans this month uh, and, and next month I suppose but um, it doesn't sort of look too much further ahead uh, because you know things change so much when we talked about relaxing Roy said he goes fishing to relax it enables him to empty his head of anything and he says he's sort of in the moment and at peace when he's fishing although he did laugh and say that he can only fish off the the jetty or off the beach because actually you get seasick so we can't go out in a boat <laughs> and we talked about learning and personal development and and Roy said that uh, as well as being a mentor himself he actually invests with his own mentors he says he spent quite a lot of money over the years keeping up on different things that people are doing within the online marketing world but also uh, with getting people to mentor him and he said you know sometimes they've helped really helped him to make a decision or not make a decision or do make a different decision and saved sort of lots of money and time with their experience uh, when he's been sort of at a pivotal time in his own business when we talked about when things go wrong Roy said he thinks as you get older you get things in perspective a little and uh, you always sort of think if something goes wrong well tomorrow's another day and that you know there are sort of um, highs and lows all the time and he said sometimes he'll perhaps go off for a walk or go off fishing if things are going particularly badly or might even just say to his wife let's go out and have lunch and, and then sort of give up on on work that day and then come back to it later um, and that's you know better because you've got a completely sort of fresh mind on the subject so he says very much about just accepting that you know not every day is going to be amazing and that sometimes you you know you just walk away and then come back later and, and it all looks better from there we talked about dealing with problems and he said there's one piece of advice that he gives to all his mentoring clients and consulting clients he said you know if you've got a problem doesn't matter what the problem's about he said you'll always start to feel better about whatever it is the minute you start to take some action he said you know if you just sit there worrying and not doing anything then you're not going to move anything forwards anyway and so worrying is really only the only thing you can do but if you start to do something to try and resolve the problem however little at least you you'll know or you'll feel that you're doing something trying to do something to affect the outcome and that'll immediately make you feel better which I think is really good advice we touched briefly on the whole concept of living your dreams. He said a client said to him, oh, I'd love to live on an island because Roy lives on Magnetic Island in Australia and he lived on Cyprus before. And uh, he said it's not actually that difficult to do that. You just have to decide you want to do it and then go ahead and, and make it happen. He says it's not as difficult as people think. And I think that's probably sort of quite um, seemingly a, an easy statement to make, but also fairly profound, which is, you know, he's saying, well, I just went and did it and I did want to do it and I went and did whatever I needed to do to do it uh, and that's all anybody needs to do and I, I guess um, not everyone you know would imagine that it could be that easy so I thought it was quite interesting for him to say that and I liked a phrase he used when he talked about helping clients he said I call it shining the light on their pathway to success so he said you're really just a cog in the wheel that shows them the right way so I just love the concept of uh, shining a light on their pathway to success really like that one and contact Roy he has a monthly newsletter a subscription newsletter which is called letters from a small island as uh, you may remember from Ellie's intro and uh, it's a pdf 
newsletter that you get through on email once a month and he said actually if you go to lettersfromasmallisland.com forward slash sq.html then you can get a free copy of it to see what you think see if you like it um, before you need to then subscribe to it so if you're interested in finding out more do go to lettersfromasmallisland.com forward slash sq.html as ever all the show notes can be found by going to the website and you just need to go to powertolivemore.com forward slash 19. Use your power to live more. All this information is available on the show notes on the website powertolivemore.com forward slash, in this case, 19. If you'd like to sign up to get my weekly newsletter with more tips, strategies, ideas and tools to improve your power, you can do that on the website too. And if you go to powertolivemore.com forward slash focus, you can download my free report about how to increase your focus for better productivity. If you're interested in finding out more about reaching inbox zero, you can go to powertolivemore.com forward slash inbox. And if you enjoy listening to the shows, I'd really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes and give us a rating. If you just go to the website uh, under any of the shows, there's loads of links. And one of them is to go to iTunes and it'll take you into the place where you need to go to leave the review. I'd really appreciate it if you could just take that time to do it. And you should be able to do it just from your uh, mobile device as well if you're listening to this on your phone. So again, the link for this week's show is powertolivemore.com forward slash 19. And we look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye.